Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Devin Hour Podcast. My name is Devin, and this is What's on Your Timeline Mondays, where we talk about what's been on our timelines, pop culture, and so much more. Welcome again, my co-host, Joe, who is here to run the hey. shit with me. Yes. I'm going to fuck I, shit up with you. as per usual. Yes, I have. We have. <laughs> so this week was a was also another light week. I don't feel like it was too crazy with like pop culture um, or too many negative things because it was crazy with pop culture, but it was like a lot of positive, which we're going to get into with like Normani mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Which is very pop much culture exciting. anyway, but you know, white people still being white people this week. <laughs> yes, yes, we're, we will get to it. But first, I just want to give a little intro, give a little update on what's going on in my life currently. So we're going to talk about it later on in the FU section of this show, but like go into more detail about it in the FU section of the show. Mm-hmm. But there has been so many like crazy opportunities like being thrown my way. And honestly, I'm just in a kerfuffle. Like, you know that you know that thing where you just don't know which way to go, but also both situations are not stable. So you <laughs> you don't know which one to choose or what lane to go down. It's just a whole lot to of decisions I have to make. Like I said, we're going to get into more detail about that later on. Other than that, life has been decent. Um, We had a good weekend last weekend. We celebrated Javier's birthday. That was an interesting day. And it was honestly... I had a lot of fun. Honestly, coming out of it, (laughs) I really did thoroughly enjoy myself. The tomfoolery and the shenanigans, I was with it all. (laughs) All of it, right? No, yeah, even the the broken two hundred dollar Bermuda shorts, the Banana Republic shorts. I, I remember that. And you know what's crazy? Turning up outside my house. It wasn't even like niggas was drunk. Like it wasn't even like niggas was. You know what I mean? Like this was so. Um... Right, because we were the only ones drinking there. Yes. This is on some sober shit, and I was looking at them like, what? But I did thoroughly. Well, I mean, think about it though. These are people who are friends with Javi. Yeah. So, and Javi has that same energy. Yeah. They just all have Javi energy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're chaotic energy, but Javi's like McNair chaotic energy. As for those who don't know what that means, McNair is a high school here in Jersey City. That's where all the academically uh, talented students supposedly go. And um, supposedly, yeah. And then you see Javi, and you're like, he's just as academic as um, inclined, academically inclined as the rest of us. They just didn't wear uniform. (laughs) They were the private school, basically. A wannabe private school, right? But it was, yeah, that school energy is so chaotic. Those students are nuts because they're losing their minds (laughs) because they have to uphold a certain standard their whole entire time while over there. So they just lose their shits. And also a lot of them are like kind of like sheltered kids that like once they get out the house, they lose their fucking act. Yeah, I think it just kind of gives them the idea that they're better than everybody else, but they're not, which makes no. the rest of us hate them because the, I mean they're they're just they're not Ferris, but they're a downtown high school. So how am I supposed to feel about the people that go there? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody else goes to Ferris or um, what is it? Hudson Tech. County Prep. 
remember anybody. I don't think I knew anybody. I knew like two or three people that went to county prep. I knew a good amount of them because a lot of them, you know, obviously those county schools, they don't have sports teams. They have so much fucking money, mm. but they can't afford no sports teams anyways. So, yeah. So some of them would come and play sports at like Dickinson. And, Ferris yeah, and shit like that. Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that because there's this one girl that I'm friends with. She was in she never went to Dickinson, but she was on their volleyball team. Mm hmm. And I think that's Dickinson. another school was like that, too, where they got to combine teams or like go to the public high school teams whatever it but i did get to meet some county prep kids and those kids also their energy is chaotic because they also feel like they're on a standard because oh we have no uniform yeah those are the fashion kids yeah, yeah. they're they're attractive How, they all come out being fashionistas because they all go to like cosmetology school and shit yeah. like that <laughs> the county schools like those kids they just always end up like like you said you know theater cosmetology like they're they, artsy kids it's like me kids. being friends with all the snyder kids because they all ended up being artsy kids they did those are snyder kids were the kids who couldn't get into uh county prep or high tech so they settled. it's true or they just lived thinking in about like how different i would have been had i gone to a different high school than the one that i went to <laughs> i think you would have been a lot that more no famous. longer exists so i went to dickinson Mets no, Met and nobody can anymore? fact check that. No, it's not a place anymore. <gasps> what a moment in time. Anyways, um, so now we're going to get into the hot topics. What the fuck are these celebrities doing? Let's start off with the finale of Jocelyn's Cabaret because Lord have mercy. I, I, aren't you happy? I paid for that extra month, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I first of all let me just say I'm very much excited for the reunion because I do feel like there's a lot of things that need to be covered from this season but this finale was something first off yummy is a punk bitch I wanted to be her up my damn self yummy is such a punk you're gonna get Miss Natural while she's down and Watch then she was tying her shoe bro yeah, and then going to go attack Chanel for whatever reason, because I don't really think they had any interaction throughout the season. I want to know. No, I want to know what happened behind the scenes that she snuffed her like that. And I want to know if she's even going to be. Is she in the reunion? I think I saw all? Yummy in the, in the trailer. I think she actually is going to be there. What a dumb bitch. I hope Miss Natural catches. I hope she gets jumped. she do. That would be. Well. I wish violence on people. Yes, I do. I know, Max. I know I do. <laughs> he looked at me like, bitch, you lying. But she, she like, for, for Jocelyn at the beginning to be like, you can't do that to her. She mad small. Only for her to turn around and do something dumb like that. Yeah. She deserves to get hit. She deserves to get like the Julie treatment, like Bad Girls Club treatment when she got Oh yeah. But that she gave her the opportunity to stand up. Megan gave her the chance to stand up. Yummy don't deserve that. No. She deserves You live how you die. You die how you lived. Something like that. But what I really hated was like after all that went down, she was over there talking shit by the cars and talking about some yeah, I'm a bad bitch and I fucked her up. Da, da, da. Girl, you snuck her. Like if you really were about it, you would have said square up, was good, and then fought. But that was some punk shit. I 
but overall but like, chanel like chanel didn't even want to get into it with boss tech so i just want to know what she said what I she did, did like why she caught that collateral like that was it just because yummy knew that chanel wouldn't fight her like that and she was just angry and wanted to keep ragging and she knew that if she kept gave miss natural the chance she wouldn't have and like the, the idea yo you saw the part where she was like where the producer was like but you snuck her and yummy was like mad delusional and she was like no she didn't she hit me first she came up running to me and i was like and she was like play the tape back and they played the tape and they was hurt Yep. I want to know. Like, I, and like for her to be like another thing that bothers me a lot about that situation is that she was like, I've been sex trafficked, this, that, and the third. And like that didn't really hold any weight for me because like no. if you're angry and you've been through this shit, like you and these girls have something in common because you're not the only one that's been through that shit there. Like, I mean the other two girls like lucky wasn't she like being pimped out and shit like that yeah in the first season so like for her to even say that she's seen this trauma all of them have been living through trauma fucking boss tech was a full-blown alcoholic on the show like come on now like you not that, that that doesn't give you the excuse to put your hands on somebody else like that like okay. albeit a lot of the reasons that these women were fighting was justified that one she, she definitely deserves to get her. She deserves to get her ass whooped. I will say, though, outside of the whole yummy drama, the top four was something that I was not expecting at all. Like, I really thought that the top four was going to be like Sapphire. It was going to be Lucky, Lexi Blow and Big Lex. But it ended up being Miss Natural, um, Lexi Blow, Chanel and Lucky. And I'm really gagged. I, I'm really shocked. And then the winner of the show ended up being Chanel, and she ended up winning the ten thousand dollars. I'm gooped. I think. I think a lot of it what came down to her being the underdog, really, because when you listen to Jocelyn's reasoning, she was like at the beginning, like aside from all the body shaming, which I think didn't make any sense because Chanel's a very beautiful girl. And I'll, I, ideally, yes, in the stripper world and in the, you know, sexy world, she would not be shaped the way that she is. But I don't think that takes away from the fact that she was the one to show the most progress, right? right? When they were performing, she fucked up the first couple of times. Like she was there with her ankle rolling. Like even then, and Jocelyn was like, like I didn't expect her to be that good. But when she was dancing before they even started the choreography for her music video, when she first, um, you know, performed, Jocelyn was like, she really surprised me this, that, and the third. So I think that Jocelyn always had her eye out for Chanel. She just didn't want like she didn't want her to start slacking by her showing favoritism. I agree. And also I really like the fact that she chose Chanel because I feel like all the other girls were there saying like, I don't need the money. Da, 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 da. But I feel like Chanel was really being transparent. When she called boss tech out of honor, when she called boss tech out on him was like, I need, she was like, I don't like that. You were saying that, you know, you have money. You was throwing this money out here and you didn't really need to be here. This, that, and the third. And I was yeah, like, yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah. you damn right. Can't be coming in there acting like you don't need that 10, coming in with your own 10 grand just to you know try to be there for 10 grand right so i'm happy that the money went to somebody who 
probably needed the most and that's no shade but I'm, I'm I happy mean, to I see wouldn't her. say that considering that Sapphire was also on there and she was literally crying talking about some I need this shit I need this shit she yeah. got kids shit. yeah yeah she got kids but I'm like out, out of the top four that was chosen definitely oh yeah Michelle was like the one yeah, I mean Miss Natural Miss Natural was going through a divorce she need she need that money if she oh and some court fees bitch and some court fees <laughs> I think I think equally all of them needed the money just as much as the other one because remember these are girls that she picks from the trenches. All of them need that shit, you know. I think out of all of them, Boss Tech really was the only one that doesn't really need it. And at the end of the day, if she's still doing this, you need that money, you know, because no stripper really wants to be a stripper for the rest of their life. No, right. no, no, no sex worker performer wants to do this for the rest of their life unless they, you know, unless they're very adamant about it. And somebody that's on a show like this definitely doesn't want to do it for the rest of their life. Yeah, I agree. I hate it. Yeah. So but like I do like that the I do like the fact that sorry <laughs> that she did did give Chanel the um the crown and all that and the money because it kind of it, representation matters you know because she's not um following all these beauty standards like she never she didn't always have her hair did she didn't always have like you know all these like super sexy like slim fitting outfits this that and the third she was kind of just herself and that gave her the chance to win you know and it's also like um you don't have to do all this shit to your body you don't have to you know follow the wave to be considered sexy yeah and that's kind of what I feel like that's kind of what Jocelyn was doing. Like, it's not about what you look like. It's about how well you work. Yeah. Can you do the job? Which I think Chanel. With what you have. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to like see that. what the next season has to, if there is a next, well, there's going to be a next season. It has to be a season three. And I hope what that. What I don't understand was that I thought it, they were supposed to be opening up a club in Vegas. And that was what was happening. Not just like a singular performance. No, so this was just like the entry, like, you know, like the showcase. So they actually are going to go to Vegas and perform at a Jocelyn's Cabaret. So I hope season three shows us what they do. Like have I accomplished wanna, since then. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I want like to see their keep show. The same girls. Yeah. Keep the same I want four. Them to keep the girls. But, but there has been a, a a lot of tea like outside of the show like there's been interviews and stuff that the girls been doing and you could tell like relationships between jocelyn and miss natural hasn't been necessarily the best um mm -hmm. so i'm excited to see what this reunion has to hold because i know they recorded it like two weeks ago so it is something very very fresh and new so i'm excited to see yeah it goes down I do want to see how that happens because, I, like, just based off of the photos that they've been posting with each other, you can tell who Jocelyn's favorites used to be, you know? Yes. So, so there you go. That's Jocelyn's Cabaret. Make sure you tune in next Monday for, or when this is uploaded, this will be the Monday that <laughs> the finale is on. That it shows? Nice. Yes. So go, go check it out and let us know what your thoughts are on Jocelyn's cabaret that theme song has been stuck in my head ever since that but you want it tell me if you need it if you want it it's so good <laughs> it is so fucking good um and speaking of things that tell are so good dick be. <laughs> and speaking of that too normani and cardi b dropped 
Wild Side. So this is Normani's official first single from her alleged debut album. If we ever get an album, I'm still skeptical. I'm just happy that we got a, a crumb, <laughs> a song or something. A crumb. But it's really, really good. Did you see the music video? I sure did. And I loved every single outfit, every single camera work, every single angle, every single choreography, the vibes, the the lesbianism. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I enjoyed her scissoring herself. That was my my favorite part. You know what? The whole time I was watching that scene and I was like, you can tell, like, if you paused at the right time, you would see that that's not her. And it kind of made me upset because, like, come on now, like, you got to give me better camera work at that point. But you know what? I'll give her that because the song bopped. Cardi bopped. I love how you know that Cardi was pregnant at that time because they didn't show her anywhere at the bottom part. Yeah, they so long, yeah. They had her turn to the corner, her ass out, but she looked good. They both, they look so good. I am kind of scared though, because I feel like they put all of this budget into this music video. Like you could tell this video had to be at least a smooth $2 million. Like it was expensive. The wardrobe and like, I like the little um, odes to, you know, older movies, you know, sex yeah. symbols. Yep. What was it? I'm pretty sure one of the girls was Janet Jackson. One of them was supposed to be like, obviously it's an Aaliyah sample, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's it's a, it's a good fucking song. And however, comma, I do have my stripes with the everything being uh, samples. I do. <laughs> I would like, I would like new music and albeit, you know, it's hard to make new music now because there are only like five notes in the, the you know, in, in music. Yes, but what I was thinking was, damn, like this is a, one of the few times where somebody sampled Aaliyah and it didn't sound like it was like a cheap or it didn't sound like it was, you know, just a grab. it sounded like she took an Aaliyah sample and she made it her own, which is what these samples are supposed to be. So I really like the fact that it was uh, utilized that way. I do agree though, I would love to hear more original music other than just samples, but that's just the name of hip hop and that's just the name of R&B. Like that's how it's been for, since the 90s, since the 80s, songs have just been getting sampled. And I like it a lot. Just like if you are going to sample a song, just make sure you add your own flavor to it and make sure that you are you know, not not making a cheap version of, of the fucking song. There's been so many people who've been trying to do Aaliyah samples over the years, and it just has not been working out. Like, it's just been garbage. And this is one of the few times that I'm I'm like, okay, I'm okay with this. So I only expect the best from Normani. I do too. But it is, like I said, it is scaring me, though, that they gave her so much budget for this song because I want to know if they're going to be able to keep up with this standard of music video quality and music like that means they're really putting their money into Normani and investment so um so I guess they're assuming that they're going to get that in return so they just did because look at how well this song is doing and Cardi is on it and you know niggas hate Cardi bro (laughs) yes the bars are losing their minds I know it's so it sucks because you know that they like Normani that they have no choice but to support her because she's fucking good. But so is Cardi. Cardi's was fire on this. I don't know. Low key, when she when she came out of nowhere, it kind of killed the vibe of the song. Like her voice is not meant for the smooth vibe. 
what I she's, think she's, was she got a drill voice, not a you know soft voice. The issue was that on the music video version of the song, the there is this bridge that happens before Cardi. <clears throat> oh my God, what is in my throat? There was a bridge that came on before Cardi started on the single version, mm-hmm. like on Spotify. That bridge mm-hmm. isn't there, and it's like smooth. Like when Cardi B comes in, it's mad smooth. But on okay. this, on the music video version, there's that that bridge Little that dance break. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that part with where, where Normani was scissoring. It just herself. zooms into her. Yeah. Yeah. So that part is not on. Uh, um, it's not on the single version, not on Spotify. So. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so it was smoother on a single, but not as smooth on the music video. I I do think that it will be dope for Namani to release a solo version of this song. Cardi B definitely did not need to be on it, but I'd like it either way. My my other main issue with the song is that it doesn't sound like a lead single. Like this is not a song that you will lead your album with. This is like the second third single that you would hear. But other than that, I still like it. I'm excited for Normani. Am I? I'm 100% trustworthy in her label to give her an album before the year is out. Hell fucking no. I'm not expecting Norno Mani album for the next five years. I ain't gonna hold you because I don't really think that <laughs> they really care <laughs> to put a Normani album out. But I really oh hope that goodness. they continue this momentum and we, the goal is to have a Normani album. I would be very excited to hear what that will sound like. While we are on the topic of R&B girls... Danny Lee. <laughs> That's how you say her name. I thought it was Danny Lay. Oh, is it Danny Lay? I have no clue. I haven't listened to a single song of hers because she lost me at her first song. I haven't heard a song from her in years either. Um, she years? Lost- it's been years? She's been out since like 2016, since like my freshman year of college. Oh yeah, that makes sense because that was when that stupid Bay Bay song came out, right? Oh, I know. That's what it was, right? Ooh, baby. Hey, baby. Some shit like that. The only song I I knew from her was called All We Knew. And I only liked it because of the sample that was used in it. But it's. I don't don't know what song that is. Because the only thing I remember, because supposedly she's Dominican or Puerto Rican or something like that. Dominican, yeah. And I remember watching a video with Mariani on her where she was cooking her, like, she was, I think she was cooking, I don't want to say mango. No I think mango is Puerto Rican. No, mango's Dominican. It was a Dominican. It was a Dominican dish. But um was it with the it was the, just they were just light skin as hell, but Mariani was like, that is no. No. So, <laughs> so like, that, no. So that plays into why a lot of people don't fuck with Danny Lay because she has said some real colorist shit. Like recently she came out with like um some light skin anthem. Me, but I'm making a face. Yeah, that yellow bone song. I yes. remember that. And she was the baby at the time. Well, come to find they out. They dated? I thought he was with his baby mother. Oh, he was with her. Oh. But come to find out, Danny Lay's pregnant with the uh, allegedly the baby's baby. I am Bro, she's been pregnant, though. Why is this brand new? She's been pregnant. She's been pregnant, but people didn't know that it was the baby's kid. Who else's would it be if they was dating? Who else's would it be if she was if she was willing to take a bullet and be like he like yellow bone bitches? 
that's crazy how she she got fucked up for that and he like immediately dropped her i remember that i do remember that they were dating during the summertime Let max me just please say you can't lay down like that that first off the baby are you not embarrassed you let he, he embarrasses himself <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I really feel honestly, I feel so bad for this baby because the baby now has two delusional ass parents. You have colorist ass Danny Lay, and then you have hate, you hate black women the baby. <laughs> that poor fucking child. At least his other baby has a mother with a head on her shoulders. Sort of kind of like his daughter. Yeah, I just, like she a little delusional in the fact that that you know the baby is always gonna be hers, but you know, cause clearly not. But you know, I just feel so bad. Because I do remember that she was pregnant, and I do remember everybody knew it was the baby's, cause we were making fun of the way that she was walking at that one meet and greet when mm. she was pregnant as fuck. You don't do you remember that? I don't follow her like that, so I don't know. Nah, it was a meme. <laughs> oh, it was. Oh, I missed it. Was it. A, it was. A, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Cause it was it was really funny because <laughs> she was walking like you know like when a, you know how a nigga walks when he he got too much dick between his legs and he got like adjusted a little bit yes it needs to fucking call dyphus on safari <gasps> okay so i have speaking of niggas with terrible babies i have not <laughs> been keeping up with the safari and erica mena nonsense i only been like picking up a couple of things here and there but if you could explain the situation to me please i would be so appreciative all right so i haven't really been keeping up either um because obviously the newest love and hip-hop season came out but mm -hmm. i do see her here and there on the blogs you know commenting under shit about like baby daddies just being good or how a real man should be this that and the third okay. and how lucky some people are to have you know baby fathers that are good to them but you know they're always going back and forth on the internet because you know erica can't keep her mouth shut and safari just doesn't give a fuck <laughs> and it does everything for the cameras so i remember mariani was telling me and you know um okay so let me put this in, in a timeline but basically the baby has recently been born yes. but the baby was actually in the icu for a really long time because the baby is is not feeling well and i do believe that the baby just came home recently like maybe within the last couple of days mm -hmm. but it has been safari's birth month for the past you know couple of weeks and he's since the baby's birth he's been in jamaica <gasps> what? His baby is basically in emergency care and he's partying up in Jamaica. And that breaks my heart. That sounds like I'm crying. I'm just, I'm high. <laughs> I have no sympathy for this woman. You knew what, who, who Safari was when you started dating him. You're right. Like, you can't tell me that the way that he acts isn't always all for camera. And then, yeah, so basically Mariani was telling me how she, she saw like a preview for an episode for Love and Hip Hop and how she was like, I'm sorry that you said all these things, but you know, you were going back uh, <coughs> on the internet, but you were going back and forth with me and I don't like the way that the things you said made me feel. Right. Otherwise I would have never acted out this way. Basically being a woman being like, you know, the, the way that you treat me really hurts me, especially as a woman and 
going through postpartum and this, that, and the third. Like, he clearly does not give a fuck. And this is his first child, I believe. Second, second I child. Believe. Who's the first one? Oh, they have a baby already. Yeah. There's two of them. I forgot that she was pregnant as well before that. That's what I'm saying, bro. And you, I feel like she thought that the second baby was going to save their marriage and it just, it didn't. Honestly, I, Erica, I would have stayed with that wow. <laughs> but you know what? Safari has always been a character. She knew what the a fuck clown. she was getting herself into. He's I'm a saying, clown. I'm saying on top of that, I know some things that other people don't know. <laughs> and I've never it was happening during the time where they were dating. How do you know things? Uh, primary sources. Don't worry about what I know. Uh, <laughs> I see all. I'm an omniscient being, bitch. Everybody tells me everything. And even if you don't tell me, I know. <laughs> like the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, <laughs> everything just listen. watching you. <laughs> but Those yeah, things, like that's terrible. The, just the fact that she's still holding on to this and like reminiscing. But you know what? It is her karma because she just recently. I remember seeing where she just recently made an Instagram for her son, and it, it turned it got traced back to hate comments on Sin Santana's page. From like back when they recent had just broken up when mm-hmm. they were dating like years ago and she used that same page renamed it for her newest son speaking of like poor children that have two like imbeciles for parents like bendito bro right because erica Mena is not a saint either she's also a dizzy ass bitch too that's what i'm saying for her to get caught using an old hate page for her son's newest instagram yeah dizzy absolutely like fucking <laughs> you just came off of a roller coaster dizzy. <laughs> so we are just f- sending positive vibes to both danny lee's and the baby and eric menace to Fabri's kids actually and all summer these, walker's kid to be honest <laughs> all these celebrities children need help. all these celebrities children <laughs> like bless your souls kanye west and kim i feel bad for all four of them other than like other than these new celebrity parents like with when it comes to like cardi and offset i don't worry about their kids being straight because her kids and his kids are always together despite the fact that maybe you know cardi and his other baby mother might not be on the same level of you know agreeance their kids are what matter the most like you see it in everything that they do the daughter and with culture like and like same thing with Kanye guys like I feel like they love their kids just as much you know like Kanye is willing to be in a fucking dinosaur suit for his kids on during Halloween like I think you know that's cute as a dad you know but I do feel like the kids if they are people who end up like really understanding the damage that like their parents have done (laughs) like Let's say, oh, for yeah. example, because these are all these are four black kids. Let's when they figure out that their mama is I mean, anti-black. I mean, think about it though. Like we were actually we were just talking about this too with the um, recent season of American Horror Story. Um, Paris Jackson is actually in it, and she mm-hmm. she plays a role. And um, you know, me and Mariani were talking about how how much uh, she stayed in the shadows back in the past because of the things that like, she's basically in her father's shadow, no matter what she does, where she goes, 
who she needs. Like yeah. she's Michael Jackson's kid. And a lot of the things that he did, not only to her as a child, because you remember like a lot of the things were always questioning whether or not he was a good enough parent to his children. But um, more than that, a lot of the scandals that he was involved with, what well, with his skin color, you yeah. know, and his self-hatred and this, that, and the third, and what well, with her coming out, you know, white passing as she is, um, like you can only imagine the toll that that's taken on her as a growing woman because you know she might be an adult now but she wasn't always an adult and she was but she was always in the public eye and that makes you think about these children now who well with mental health being such a big conversation nowadays you would think that these parents especially because they can afford it we get some fucking help yeah <laughs> so that their kids don't grow up seeing that shit you know you didn't did you see it's embarrassing Paris Paris Jackson's um red table talk with Willow because it was so yeah. good like Paris Jackson went into detail about how she has PTSD from like camera clicks like is she hear a camera click like yeah. is that so bad like she she like freaks out because she has that PTSD of growing up and having all that paparazzi in her face so yeah these celebrities kids like it's really hard to be a child of a celebrity no matter what rankings they are, like, you know, Eric Men and Safari, they're kind of like yeah. D-list or whatever, like, however that would be considered. Yeah, they're not that important. Safari's like, Nicki Minaj's ex-boyfriend, as far as we're concerned. Going from there all the way up to, like, a Michael Jackson status, like, these kids, they have mm -hmm. so much, like, shit going on in their mental. And so I, I just wish the best of luck, especially to the young ones, like, but I do think and that their kids going to end up outsmarting <laughs> their parents <laughs> and just doing so much better. They're gonna end up badass little kids first and foremost, but it also makes you think about like how how so much of what they do now these parents are set in stone because they do it over the internet. Yeah, so and they like, could Google it kinda, when they get yeah, older. Yeah, it just makes you feel really bad. But also, like it also uh, that's what I was gonna say that it also um, gives back. It, it should it takes you back to the idea that a lot of these celebrity kids that grow up super fucking fast yeah like they they're like you look a year later and north is like she looks like she's damn near like a teenager at this point and she's probably like what eight or nine at yeah. most yeah and but they're like so articulate they're grown they're very educated yeah. you're right because they do and, have to be forced to grow up so much faster because they're they are in the public in light the public eye yeah, yeah. And it's like that, that these kids, they don't need that. They need to be kids. And that's why so much, so many people are like, oh, culture is a badass kid. And like, she's one of the only children that I keep up with. Like, so they're really children that I keep up with. But I know a lot of the times people are like, culture is a badass kid because she's spoiled this, that, and the third. If you were rich, you, wouldn't, you would give all your, your kids all that shit too. She needs to be a child. Children are just inherently bad. That's why I don't fucking want them. And that's <laughs> and that to me is just a they bunch of bullshit. Because I feel as though regardless if culture had parents, oh, regardless if culture was in the situation that she is in now, mm -hmm. she would have been spoiled fucking regardless. If Cardi B was in the Bronx with culture, little kid, yeah, she would be, be the same kid. kid. <laughs> <laughs> Even if she was in Atlanta, you know, she would be the same kid because she would still be spoiled by all her aunts and uncles and aunties and um. Period. You know what I mean? The same way that she is now, because Cardi brought everybody that she started up with with her. They all live in that big ass house with her. Yeah, <laughs> you know Cardi keeps so a small like, group around her any damn way. So mm -hmm. start start immediately as soon as she got out of jail. Was there with her, even after think, they beef. They're still. I think Culture is going to be Hennessey. a star. Culture is going to be a fucking I hope star. So. I hope so. 
I hope so. I could see her cursing out her daddy when she get like 15, 16 on like national television. (laughs) That's another one. That's another one too. You know, she's going to have some trauma with all the shit that they put her, um, that she, he put her mother through. And all this shit that Cardi B doing too with the whole, um, roofie and niggas and robbing them. The, 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 the calling black women roaches, albeit she does fight for colorism a lot like she does bring awareness to colorism but you know you you think you would know better you know the t-phobia <laughs> well yeah but i i think cardi b is actually one of the few people who have actually learned from her mistakes and is actually educating herself in comparison to like a Nicki minaj and i'm just going to leave it right there like speaking of feeling bad for people whose children's i feel bad for nick cannon's kids you know what let's just go through this briefly <laughs> Because Nick Cannon, you... Everybody and their kids, bro. Why all these celebrities, their poor fucking children? I feel like he's on, like, this whole tap ass journey. And it's just it just makes me want to Isn't he, vomit. like, a Sikh or something now? Not Islamic, but the other one. They still wear the head wraps, but they're not a, a part of Islam. Like, they don't practice Islam. Let me Google it. Um, I do know that he wears a turban, so I know that it's part of a culture. culture, (laughs) It's part of it's part of something. But my main issue with Nick Cannon is actually let me not say that I don't really have issue because I really don't care about what this grown ass man is doing. It's just I'm screaming. He only wears a turban because it makes him feel like a king. I'm dead. I hate He him. said Nick Cannon says wearing a turban makes him quote unquote feel like a king. It's a fashion statement. Let me tell you something. My whole my whole analysis of Nick Cannon is that he's on this whole tep shit. He like you say he made he's he's on this ego trip right now. They let him stay in the limelight too long, and I blame Nickelodeon for that one. But he's really out here impregnating these racially ambiguous women and having these racially ambiguous kids. I feel like something is really fucking wrong with him. I feel like he has some. Yeah, I'm racially ambiguous, bitch. What's wrong with us? Right, but it. But I don't think. But your dad is not Nick Cannon. Like he's not targeting a whole bunch of racially ambiguous women or non-black. I don't actually. I don't know your fucking dad. I don't know your dad, so I can't even make that assumption. Not not my biological father, but the other one. <laughs> I told you he that nigga out there single-handedly wiping out white women, bro. He started just... with he started with Italian women. He he got two two baby mothers. Now he got two two Russian baby mothers or like European baby mothers. Listen. Oh. Uh, nothing- I don't know about that one. I think it might be, I think it might be something in like the whole, not like the hotel, but the business, like the LLC ass nigga. Cause Nick Cannon is definitely like an LLC. It's a, it's a combination like of, of it's a combination of all of it. I feel like it's the hotel shit. I feel like it's the LLC shit. I feel like it's the anti-black shit. I feel like it's just a combination what it boils down to is misogyny the idea that men can use women as just objects to further their agenda 
And that's exactly what it is. And him saying, like, all these women I got pregnant, I got them pregnant on purpose. You're just a big ass weirdo. And I'm just disgusted. Those women, why would you even bother participating in Nick Cannon's bullshit? That's another question. (laughs) Stability. He ain't that rich, is he? Baby, he was he was the face of Nick like for for years. Like you remember him, he was always on Team Nick. That's money. He has his own TV show on MTV, and it was it's one of the only TV shows that are still running on MTV. He's single handedly keeping MTV alive. But you know who is really embarrassed? America's Got Talent, Mariah Carey. I would Mariah fucking Carey. I know. She's looking at the actually. I won't say that she's embarrassed. I would just say she's probably looking at it like, yeah, I want no parts of Thank this. Thank God I let his ass go. I mean, at the end of the day, she she was the one that broke up with him. So you know what? Yeah. Fuck Nick Cannon. <laughs> That's what it boils down to for me. I just feel bad for those damn kids. Like, damn, like dad, what were you doing? You just had, so he like, had within the span kids. of like a year, too. They're all Nick's coming kids. out at once. I'm screaming. I mean, that's he's just doing it in the public eye. Like, I'm not, I'm thoroughly not surprised. I mean, nobody gave Fetty Wap this much slack. That nigga got a whole fucking popular town running around. But you know what? Fetty Wap started off not shit. You know what I mean? Like, he was young having all those. When has Nick Cannon ever been shit? Nick Cannon had that image of like this wholesome black man, businessman well-rounded intelligent that was his whole entire thing and tell me when you've ever met a businessman that was shit i'm just telling you i'm just telling you what the image was that's what it was given <laughs> and that's what y'all get for taking people at face value nick Cannon <laughs> waited until he was in his late 30s to his 40s to start doing this bullshit so something something I mean, snapped yeah, midlife crisis. So that was what the fuck are these celebrities doing? So now let's having talk children about, that they shouldn't be having—that's what they doing. That's that. So now um, let's talk about what's on our timeline. So there's only been a few things that I really want to address. One of those being the white lady that was freaking out in that Victoria's Secret. Remember, remember that video I sent you. The worm, the girl, the doing the worm on the floor. That on be crying. the floor. She was in hysterics. So for those who don't know what I'm talking about, there's this video that went viral of this black woman. She was in she was in Short Hills Mall in New Jersey. This is right by Elizabeth. So a lot of people were saying, oh, is this South Jersey? No, this is North fucking Jersey or Central Jersey, depending on how you view it. The black woman also showed what happened afterwards when she was at like the policing and filing a complaint against the police officer and I guess filing a complaint against this white lady also but mm-hmm. it was a 12 minute video I did not video. see that part it was a 12 minute video and it was just so fucking funny that black lady that black lady dead laughed at that white woman's face that whole entire time I would have to <laughs> she said do y'all see her do y'all see her? I did see a TikTok after that, though, that was on my timeline that kind of showcased the dangers that white women's tears can create. 
you know yeah because she she definitely knew what she was doing and she definitely knew that she was doing it she was definitely doing it in a racially charged manner 100%. because somebody pointed out a lot of the instances in which like her body language gave away that she was doing this for racial purposes because she at one point, you know, she was begging for help. And that one lady that would, that was at the register was just like, why don't you just leave her alone? She turns around, she smiles, like she goes, she gives a s- small smirk when the lady starts arguing with a black woman. And she, she tries to pander her white woman tears to these people and continues to play the victim. And then in that instance in which, um, a worker who just so happens to come through and diffuse the situation, she just so happens to be black, completely fucking ignores her. Completely mm-hmm. ignores her. Completely ignores the 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 woman trying to diffuse the situation. And, and you know, albeit it might not be because of race, but it sure as hell seems that way because if somebody came in with you and you totally ignored her because she was black, but every other person that came to your aid that happened to be white, you 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 paid attention to them you cried to them you played the victim to them but you knew that this black woman was not there for your bullshit she was she saw right through your bullshit so you completely pretended to not be the victim and continued to do what you did to harass this poor black woman mm-hmm. and then she did the same thing with the cops and immediately the cops villainize her. I remember seeing that they they immediately villainize her, fucking pull the white woman aside and listen to her side of the story, but continue to shut the black woman as she tries to tell her side of the story. But I'm not surprised that she went to the precinct and tried to file a report against that cop because fuck them cops. And fuck all cops. Exactly. But especially those cops today. <laughs> no, 100%. The video to me was like it was funny as hell but also at the same time it was so sad because this black lady was literally yeah, it was hilarious <laughs> but she was like minding her business doing her own thing and then mm-hmm. here comes this white lady like just coming out she attacked her like three times throughout that whole entire video yes and the only reason that she didn't i'm i'm convinced the only reason that she didn't do anything of higher violence is because that lady was recording Yes, because I'm sure that if 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 that woman had decided to be like, okay, I'll stop recording and try and walk away, she would have 100% attacked her. 100% because she she immediately turned on the crocodile tears, the waterworks, the victim playing, the mental health breakdown. As soon as she realized that that lady was recording her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was on my mm-hmm. timeline. It was. It was something to be seen. Like, if you come across the video, and if any of you listening come across the video, definitely take the time out to watch it because it was something. It was something. So we have a new segment. <laughs> I want I want to give a big shout out to Jaylene for recommending me doing this on the podcast because of my research. Are Jaylene? Yes. Yes, you've been on one. So she hi Jaylene. <laughs> That's my bitch. Y'all need to go check out her art, bro, and commission her because I might be talented, but that bitch is talented. Okay. 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 At Jaylene, J-A-Y-L-E and arts on Instagram. Okay. Go hit her up. All right. Go do that. She does customs for shoes too, because I know you got some sneakerheads on this bitch. <laughs> there you go. She does clothing customs. That bitch is lit. All right. And if you know you want to go for not single, go do that too. <laughs> there you go. 
So I just want to give a big shout out to Jaylene because she recommended that I do this segment on the podcast. And well, she didn't recommend it on the podcast. She said I should just do a segment on me blocking people and explaining why. So I have been on one in my Instagram stories in regards to me just blocking people. And it has been getting a lot of like attention recently. My DMs are always stacked. Every time I block someone, people are just like, I'm oh, always man. like, why? Why did he block this person? Why did he block this person? So the two people who I blocked this week, I blocked Danny Lay, of course, because of all of her shenanigans, clearly. And the second person I blocked was her. And a lot of people were like, why did you block her? And the reason why I blocked her. Working with Chris Brown. (laughs) Oh, there's another reason. (laughs) But it just it just added the fuel to the fire. The main reason why I blocked her was because I recently found out that she was going to be doing a reggae album. Now. Her is not Jamaican. She's not Trinidadian. She's not Bayesian. She's not from the Bahamas. She's not She's Caribbean Filipino. at all. She's Filipino <laughs> and African-American. So the question hey, was, Helen. why the fuck are you making a reggae album? Girl, I don't give a Look, shit. Okay. <laughs> Real question. Would I be able to make a reggae album if Ancestry was? I'm Jamaican, but realistically, Black-wise, I was raised African-American. But okay, Ignoring the fact that I'm Hawaiian, <laughs> we totally take that out of the equation. Because because you know, I was going to say, girl, Hawaiian. I was like, you're Hawaiian, so y'all just make reggae music any damn way because y'all are Hawaiian or reggae sounding. I don't know what the genre is over there in Hawaii. It, it, it's 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 reggae, babe. <laughs> okay, good, good. If the genre is, it's just Hawaiian reggae, yeah. But I didn't know that she was doing that. I'm not surprised because. She did do a song with Skip Marley, which is Bob Marley's grandson, who is doing a lot of, you know, music now. Yeah, I don't um, mind. I wouldn't be surprised if he's involved in that album. I don't mind, like, you know, her doing, album? like, a song or, like, an EP, you know, something, but a full-on album. I won't even say EP, just, like, a song or two. If you, I don't know why she's doing a whole album capitalizing off of somebody else's culture. She talked about how, oh, she came to New York and she fell in love with, you know, the reggae sounds and da 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 da. Bitch, regardless of if you liked it or not, you are not Jamaican. You are not Caribbean. This album does not need to happen. Stop trying to capitalize off of other people's culture because that shit is just not it. Like, you don't think Jamaicans and Caribbean people in general get sick and tired of y'all always trying to make your variations and versions of our damn music. You remember that whole dance hall crazy in like 2015? Drake. Drake, Justin Bieber, Ed Sheeran, all them. Like, they all did it, yeah, because it was a summertime vibe, and I get it, but there, why can't we just, I mean, why can't we just have artists that are already doing reggae just be reggae artists? Why do we have to, like, if Skip exists, her as a music writer, why don't you just work on that project with him and have him be the face rather than you completely cap, because you can still ca- capitalize off of that, right, as the writer, but... You can't make a whole fucking album. She was raised in the San Francisco Bay Area. Miss me. 
she don't know shit about she don't know shit about Caribbean music. <laughs> Let me. Can I? I'm reading Jamaicans.com reported on this. Listen, <laughs> she said I'm working on it right now, and it's been in the works for a while. Uh, she shared in the interview that she didn't have a complete appreciation of Caribbean music until she moved to New York in the East Coast where she got into dance hall and some of the more up-tempo club records. So she hearing, I don't even think she hear a reggae dance. Like she hearing reggaeton <laughs> because No, what she was hearing was dance, dance hall and soaking music. that shit comes out sounding like reggaeton I'm gonna fall. I mean, yes, but... No, that's what really is pissing me off. I'm like, you heard a couple... You heard some Sean Paul songs or some fucking Beanie Man songs and was like, oh, I want to make a reggae album. And what also shows to me is her ignorance because if you're talking about up-tempo, reggae is not up-tempo. So if that shows your ignorance... That's why I felt like she was hearing reggaeton because I'm like, especially as somebody who's... She worked with one fucking Jamaican man and decided that she could fucking do an album. I'm sick. So that's why her ass got blocked. And another group that I blocked was the AKAs. And the reason why I blocked them too was because of them in this honorary induction shit that they've been doing. And one of the people that they honorarily inducted was Cynthia Arrivo, who has said some real anti-Black, anti-African-American shit so it makes no sense as to why a predominantly black group would honor or give them somebody an honorary membership who has said some anti-black shit. That'll make no sense to me. So there's just room for everybody. These organizations. All right. But I never, is this a Greek organization? Is that what an AKA is? AKA is a black Greek organization. That's what you get. That's, that's, no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised that um that this is a black greek organization like part of greek life because a lot of people do in their greek organizations so i'm not surprised and like a lot of the times those that that general stereotype of black men the whole greek life black men man tends to be kind of coonish in a like hotepi kind of way like they end up coming full circle and just being coons themselves because they're very they're very um exclusionary they're greek life because it it opens doors for you but that shit didn't do a damn thing for anybody that i know that was a part of greek life they just get to say that they were a part of it and it never pushed them forward anywhere it's i mean it works either way like for some people is you know what fuck that I, you you have a family a bunch of brothers that's not like high school where i'm forced to hang with you niggas i don't like you <laughs> and i don't trust these greek niggas as far as i can throw them that's yeah, not my, very far because they they're, they're full of four locos and mad dogs and natural light yeah that was just my main <laughs> issue though like why are you as a black organization allowing somebody who's anti-black into your organization but then i realized black orgs they're not necessarily the best at gatekeeping they don't gatekeep because they also include white people in their shit they also include non-black people of color into their organizations also so they just don't know Mm -hmm. how to gatekeep but my thing is how are you a black organization and did and did not pick up on cynthia arrivo's 
anti-blackness. And then if I was somebody who was an undergrad who had to go through a process and we already know or we've heard of what their processes are like to get into those orgs, I would be pissed. Just for some white bitch to take my spot? I don't fucking think so. Cynthia Revo is black. Oh. But she might as well be a white bitch, though. Oh. That makes it worse. Yeah. See, I told you coons will be coons. The Greek life is full of coons. But she you know what? Birds of a feather, though. though. Can you expect them? To, I don't expect those people that indicted her to be any better than she is. So that's it for this week's episode of What's <laughs> on Your Timeline Mondays. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you check out next week's episode. And maybe you get to hear more of our bullshit. Thank you so much. Shout out to everyone who's been tuning in. Shout out to everyone who has been giving me great feedback on the show. And shout out to everyone who's been providing suggestions like Jaylene. <laughs> Y'all like don't this. send me suggestions. The fuck? Yeah. I would like to, I would love to talk to you guys too. Yes. So please go talk to Joe for goodness fucking sake. <laughs> I'm screaming. You make it sound like I'm lonely. I'm probably not going to reply to be fair. <gasps> well, there you go. So don't message her. Don't I'm do it. I'm light skinned. That's the one stereotype that I actually follow is being really bad at texting. It's the crystals, bitch. It's the crystals, bitch. <laughs> I don't. Well, they told me that my phone is not good for me. Period. Ate you up. And that goes for y'all too. That's my. That's my parting word: just to fucking go give, go fucking touch some grass as per usual. Go outside, touch some grass. Go ask. Check in on your friends that don't be going outside and touching grass. And um, be kind to your parents because they fucking give birth to you and fucking dealt with you for however old you are. Unless your parents are clowns. And didn't embarrass you on the internet. There you go. <laughs> so be fucking grateful, bitch. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye.